Blackstone Audio presents Intellectuals and Society by Thomas Sowell Preface There has probably never been an era in history when intellectuals have played a larger role in society. When those who generate ideas, the intellectuals proper, are surrounded by a wide penumbra of those who disseminate those ideas, whether as journalists, teachers, staffers to legislators, or clerks to judges, and other members of the intelligentsia, their influence on the course of social evolution can be considerable, or even crucial. That influence has of course depended on the surrounding circumstances, including how free intellectuals have been to propagate their own ideas, rather than being instruments of state propaganda, as in totalitarian countries. There would, of course, be little point in studying the ideas expressed by prominent writers like Ilya Ehrenberg during the era of the Soviet Union, for these were simply the ideas permitted or advocated by the Soviet dictatorship. In short, the study of the influence of intellectuals is here a study of their influence where they have been freest to exert that influence, namely in modern democratic nations. For very different reasons, this study of patterns among intellectuals will pay less attention to such an intellectual giant as Milton Friedman as to any number of intellectuals of lesser eminence, simply because Professor Friedman was in many ways very atypical of the intellectuals of his time, both in his scholarly work that won him a Nobel Prize and in his work as a popular commentator on issues of the day. A balanced general intellectual history of our times would have to give Professor Friedman a far larger amount of attention than a study which focuses on general patterns to which he was an outstanding exception. Alexander Solzhenitsyn was another landmark figure in the intellectual, moral, and political history of his age, who was likewise too atypical of contemporary intellectuals to be included in a study of the general patterns of the profession. Many books have been written about intellectuals. Some take in-depth looks at particular prominent figures, Paul Johnson's Intellectuals being an especially incisive example. Other books on intellectuals focus on the ideas of particular eras. Richard A. Posner's Public Intellectuals is about those intellectuals who directly address the public, while the focus in Intellectuals and Society is about intellectuals who influence, sometimes shape, public attitudes and beliefs, whether or not they are widely read by the population at large. As J. A. Schumpeter said, There are many Keynesians and Marxians who have never read a line of Keynes or Marx. They have gotten their ideas second or third hand from the intelligentsia. Among the many things said by those who have studied intellectuals, a comment by Professor Mark Lilla of Columbia University in his book The Reckless Mind is especially striking. Distinguished professors, gifted poets, and influential journalists summoned their talents to convince all who would listen that modern tyrants were liberators and that their unconscionable crimes were noble when seen in the proper perspective. Whoever takes it upon himself to write an honest intellectual history of twentieth-century Europe will need a strong stomach, but he will need something more. He will need to overcome his disgust long enough to ponder the roots of this strange and puzzling phenomenon. While Intellectuals and Society is not an intellectual history of twentieth-century Europe, that would be a much larger project for someone much younger, it does attempt to unravel some of the puzzling phenomena in the world of the intellectuals, as that world impacts society at large. Rather than simply generalizing from the writings or behavior of particular intellectuals, this book will analyze both the vision and the incentives and constraints behind the general patterns found among contemporary members of the intelligentsia, as well as what they have said and its impact on the societies in which they set it.
Although we already know much about the biographies or ideologies of particular prominent intellectuals, systematic analyses of the nature and role of intellectuals as a group in society are much less common. This book seeks to develop such an analysis and to explore its implications for the direction in which the intelligentsia are taking our society and Western civilization in general. Although this book is about intellectuals, it is not written for intellectuals. Its purpose is to achieve an understanding of an important social phenomenon and to share that understanding with those who wish to share it, in whatever walk of life they might be. Those among the intelligentsia who are looking for points to score or things at which to take umbrage will be left to their own devices. This book is written for those readers who are willing to join with me in a search for some understanding of a distinct segment of the population whose activities can have and have had momentous implications.